Section 25 of Micrographia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Morgan Scorpion. Search Morgan Scorpion on YouTube to find my YouTube channel. Micrographia by Robert Hooke. Section 25 Observation 20 of Blue Mould and of the First Principles of Vegetation Arising from Putrefaction The blue and white and several kinds of hairy mouldy spots which are observable upon diverse kinds of putrefied bodies whether animal substances or vegetable such as the skin, raw or dressed, flesh, blood, humours, milk, green cheese, etc., or rotten, sappy wood, or herbs, leaves, barks, roots, etc., of plants, are all of them nothing else but several kinds of small and variously figured mushrooms, which, from convenient materials in those putrefying bodies, are, by the concurrent heat of the air, excited to a certain kind of vegetation, which will not be unworthy of our more serious speculation and examination, as I shall by and by show. But first, I must premise a short description of this specimen, which I have added of this tribe, in the first figure of the twelfth scheme, which is nothing else but the appearance of a small white spot of hairy mould, multitudes of which I found to bespeck and whiten over the red covers of a small book, which, it seems, were of sheepskin, that being more apt to gather mould, even in a dry and clean room, than other leathers. These spots appeared, through a good microscope, to be a very pretty-shaped vegetative body, which, from almost the same part of the leather, shot out multitudes of small, long, cylindrical and transparent stalks, not exactly straight, but a little bended with the weight of a round and white knob that grew on the top of each of them. Many of these knobs I observed to be very round, and of a smooth surface, such as A, A, etc., others smooth likewise but a little oblong as b several of them a little broken or cloven with chops at the top as c others flitted as twere or flown all to pieces as d d the whole substance of these pretty bodies was of a very tender constitution much like the substance of the softer kind of common white mushrooms for by touching them with a pin i found them to be bruised and torn they seemed each of them to have a distinct root of their own for though they grew near together in a cluster yet i could perceive each stem to rise out of a distinct part or pore of the leather some of these were small and short as seeming to have been but newly sprung up of these the balls were for the most part round others were bigger and taller as being perhaps of a longer growth and of these for the most part the heads were broken and some much wasted as e what these heads contained i could not perceive whether they were knobs and flowers or seed cases i am not able to say but they seemed most likely to be of the same nature with those that grow on mushrooms which they did, some of them, not a little resemble. 
both their smell and taste, which are active enough to make a sensible impression upon these organs, are unpleasant and noisome. I could not find that they would so quickly be destroyed by the actual flame of a candle, as at first sight of them I conceived they would be, but they remained entire after I had passed that part of the leather on which they struck three or four times through the flame of a candle, so that it seems they are not very apt to take fire, no more than the common white mushrooms are when they are sappy. There are a multitude of other shapes, of which these microscopical mushrooms are figured, which would have been a very long work to have described, and would not have suited so well with my design in this treatise. Only, amongst the rest, I must not forget to take notice of one that was a little like to, or resembled, a sponge, consisting of a multitude of little ramifications, almost as that body does which indeed seems to be a kind of water-mushroom of a very pretty texture as i elsewhere manifest and a second which i must not omit because often mingled and near adjoining to these i have described and this appeared much like a thicket of bushes or brambles very much branched and extended some of them to a great length in proportion to their diameter like creeping brambles the manner of the growth and formation of this kind of vegetable is the third head of inquiry which had i time i should follow the figure and method of generation in this concrete seeming to me next after the inquiry into the formation figuration or crystallization of salts to be the most simple plain and easy and it seems to be a medium through which he must necessarily pass that would with any likelihood investigate the former informans of vegetables for as i think that he shall find it a very difficult task who undertakes to discover the form of saline crystallizations without the consideration and prescience of the nature and reason of a globular form and as difficult to explicate this configuration of mushrooms without the previous consideration of the form of salts, so will the inquiry into the forms of vegetables be no less, if not much more difficult, without the foreknowledge of the forms of mushrooms, these several inquiries having no less dependence one upon another than any select number of propositions in mathematical elements may be made to have nor do I imagine that the skips from the one to another will be found very great, if beginning from fluidity, or body without any form, we descend gradually till we arrive at the highest form of a brute animal's soul, making the steps or foundations of our inquiry, fluidity, orbiculation, fixation, angulization, or crystallization, germination, or ebullition, vegetation, plantanimation, animation, sensation, imagination. Now, that we may the better proceed in our inquiry, it will be requisite to consider. First, that the mould and mushrooms require no seminal property, but that the former may be produced at any time from any kind of putrefying animal, or vegetable substance, as flesh, etc., kept moist and warm, and the latter, if what Matthiolus relates be true, of making them by art, are as much within our command, of which matter take the epitome which Mr. Parkinson has delivered in his herbal, in his chapter of mushrooms, because I have not Matthiolus now by me. 
unto these mushrooms saith he may also be adjoined those which are made of art whereof matthiolus makes mention that grow naturally among certain stones in naples and that the stones being digged up and carried to rome and other places where they set them in their wine cellars covering them with a little earth and sprinkling a little warm water thereon would within four days produce mushrooms fit to be eaten at what time one will as also that mushrooms may be made to grow at the foot of a wild poplar tree within four days after warm water wherein some leaves have been dissolved shall be poured into the root which must be slit and the stock above ground next that as mushrooms may be generated without seed so does it not appear that they have any such thing as seed in any part of them for having considered several kinds of them i could never find anything in them that i could with any probability guess to be the seed of it so that it does not as yet appear that i know of that mushrooms may be generated from a seed but they rather seemed to depend merely upon a convenient constitution of the matter out of which they are made and a concurrence of either natural or artificial heat thirdly that by several bodies as salts and metals both in water and in the air and by several kinds of sublimations in the air actuated and guided with a congruous heat there may be produced several kinds of bodies as curiously if not of a more composed figure several kinds of rising or ebulliating figures seem to manifest as witness the shooting in the rectification of spirits of urine hart-horn blood etc witness also the curious branches of evaporated dissolutions some of them against the sides of the containing jar others standing up or growing an end out of the bottom of which i have taken notice of a very great variety but above all the rest is a very pretty kind of germination which is afforded us in the silver tree the manner of making which with mercury and silver is well known to the chemists of which there is an ebullition or germination very much like this of mushrooms if i have been rightly informed of it fourthly i have very often taken notice of and also observed with a microscope certain excrescencies or ebullitions in the snuff of a candle which partly from the sticking of the smoky particles as they are carried upwards by the current of the rarefied air and flame and partly also from a kind of germination or ebullition of some actuated unctuous parts which creep along and filter through some small string of the wick are formed into pretty round and uniform heads very much resembling the form of hooded mushrooms which being by any means exposed to the fresh air or that air which encompasses the flame they are presently licked up and devoured by it and vanish the reason of which phenomenon seems to me to be no other than this that when a convenient thread of the week is so bent out by the sides of the snuff that are about half an inch or more removed above the bottom or lowest part of the flame and that this part be wholly included in the flame the oil for the reason of filtration which i have elsewhere rendered being continually driven up the snuff is driven likewise into this ragged bended end and this being removed a good distance as half an inch or more above the bottom of the flame the parts of the air that passes by it are already almost satiated with the dissolution of the boiling unctuous steam that issued out below 
and therefore are not only glutted, that is, can dissolve no more than what they are already acting upon, but they carry up with them abundance of unctuous and sooty particles, which meeting with that rag of the weak, that is plentifully filled with oil, and only spends it as fast as it evaporates, and not at all by dissolution or burning, by means of these steamy parts of the filtrated oil issuing out at the sides of this rag, and being enclosed with an air that is already satiated and cannot prey upon them nor burn them, the ascending sooty particles are stayed about it and fixed, so as that about the end of the rag or filament of the snuff, whence the greatest part of the steams issue, there is conglobated or fixed a round and pretty uniform cap, much resembling the head of a mushroom, which, if it be of any great bigness, you may observe that its underside will be bigger than that which is above the rag or stem of it. For the oil that is brought into it by filtration, being by the bulk of the cap a little sheltered from the heat of the flame, does by that means issue as much out beneath from the stalk or downwards as it does upwards. And by reason of the great access of the adventitious smoke from beneath, it increases most that way. That this may be the true reason of this phenomenon, I could produce many arguments and experiments to make it probable. First, that the filtration carries the oil to the top of the wick, at least as high as these rags, is visible to one that will observe the snuff of a burning candle with a microscope, where he may see an ebullition or bubbling of the oil as high as the snuff looks black. Next, that it does steam away more than burn i could tell you of the dim burning of a candle the longer the snuff be which arises from the abundance of vapours out of the higher parts of it and thirdly that in the middle of the flame of the candle near the top of the snuff the fire or dissolving principle is nothing near so strong as near the bottom and out edges of the flame which may be observed by the burning asunder of a thread that will first break in those parts that the edges of the flame touch and not in the middle and i could add several observables that i have taken notice of in the flame of a lamp actuated with bellows and very many others that confirm me in my opinion but that it is not so much to my present purpose which is only to consider this concrete in the snuff of a candle so far as it has any resemblance of a mushroom to the consideration of which that i may return i say we may also observe in the fifth place that the droppings or trillings of lapidescent waters in vaults underground seem to constitute a kind of petrified body formed almost like some kind of mushrooms inverted insomuch that i have seen some knobbed a little at the lower end though for the most part indeed they are otherwise shaped and tapered towards the end, the generation of which seems to be from no other reason than this, that the water, by soaking through the earth and lime, for I guess that substance to add much to its petrifying quality, does so impregnate itself with stony particles, that, hanging in drops in the roof of the vault, by reason that the soaking of the water is but slow, it becomes exposed to the air, and thereby the outward part of the drop by degrees grows hard, 
by reason that the water gradually evaporating the stony particles near the outsides of the drop begin to touch and by degrees to dry and grow closer together and at length constitute a crust or shell about the drop and this soaking by degrees being more and more supplied the drop grows longer and longer and the sides harden thicker and thicker into a quill or cane and at length that hollow or pith becomes almost stopped up and solid afterwards the soaking of the petrifying water finding no longer a passage through the middle bursts out and trickles down the outside and as the water evaporates leaves new superinduced shells which more and more swell the bulk of those icicles and because of the great supply from the vault of petrifying water those bodies grow bigger and bigger next to the vault and taper or sharpen towards the point for the access from the arch of the vault being but very slow and consequently the water being spread very thinly over the surface of the icicle the water begins to settle before it can reach to the bottom or corner end of it whence if you break one of these you would almost imagine it a stick of wood petrified it having so pretty a resemblance of pith and grain and if you look on the outside of a piece or of one whole you would think no less both from its vegetable roundness and tapering form but whereas all vegetables are observed to shoot and grow perpendicularly upwards this does shoot or propend directly downwards by which last observables we see that there may be a very pretty body shaped and concreted by mechanical principles without the least show or probability of any other seminal formatrix and since we find that the great reason of the phenomenon of this pretty petrification are to be reduced from the gravity of a fluid and pretty volatile body impregnated with stony particles why may not the phenomena of ebullition or germination be in part possibly enough deduced from the levity of an impregnated liquor which therefore perpendicularly ascending by degrees evaporates and leaves the more solid and fixed parts behind in the form of a mushroom which is yet further diversified and specificated by the forms of the parts that impregnated the liquor and compose or help to constitute the mushroom that the forementioned figures of growing salts and the silver tree are from this principle i could very easily manifest but that i have not now a convenient opportunity of following it nor have i made a sufficient number of experiments and observations to propound explicate and prove so useful a theory as this of mushrooms for though the contrary principle to that of petrified icicles may be in part a cause yet i cannot but think that there is somewhat a more complicated cause though yet mechanical and possible to be explained we therefore have further to inquire of it what makes it to be such a liquor and to ascend whether the heat of the sun and air or whether that fermentation and putrefaction or both together as also whether there be not a third or fourth whether a saline principle be not a considerable agent in this business also as well as heat whether also a fixation precipitation or settling of certain parts out of the aerial menstruum may not be also a considerable coadjutor in the business 
since we find that many pretty beards styrii of the particles of silver may be precipitated upon a piece of brass put into a solution of silver very much diluted with fair water which look not unlike a kind of mould or hoar upon that piece of metal and the hoar frost looks like a kind of mould and whether there may not be several others that do concur to the production of a mushroom having not yet had sufficient time to prosecute according to my desires i must refer this to a better opportunity of my own or leave and recommend it to the more diligent inquiry and examination of such as can be masters both of leisure and conveniences for such an inquiry and in the meantime i must conclude that as far as i have been able to look into the nature of this primary kind of life and vegetation i cannot find the least probable argument to persuade me there is any other concurrent cause than such as is purely mechanical and that the effects or productions are as necessary upon the concurrence of those causes as that a ship when the sails are hoist up and the rudder is set to such a position should when the wind blows be moved in such a way or course to that or t'other place or as that the bruised watch which i mention in the description of moss should when those parts which hindered its motion were fallen away begin to move but after quite another manner than it did before end of section twenty five